In the heart of London's winter, a chilling discovery was made. Inside a deserted flat, the lifeless body of Joyce Carol Vincent was found. She had been hidden away from society for over two years, her only company being the flickering light of a television screen. However, how did this enigmatic woman end up in such a lonely and tragic state? And why did nobody notice her absence for nearly three years? Welcome to No Tears for Black Girls. In this episode, we delve into the haunting case of Joyce Carol Vincent and the unsettling mysteries that still surround her story. Born in Hammersmith, London, 1965, to Grenadian immigrants, Joyce embraced her mixed Dugla heritage before tragedy led to isolation and eventual obscurity. After losing her mother, she grew up in the care of distant sisters, struggling to belong. Although her music industry career brought happiness and friendships, dark secrets lingered beneath the surface. She resigned from her secretarial job without explanation and entered a domestic abuse shelter. In February 2003, Joyce settled into a studio apartment above Wood Green Shopping City, provided by the Metropolitan Housing Trust for survivors of abuse. By November, they admitted her to North Middlesex Hospital for two days because of peptic ulcer treatment after vomiting blood. Joyce Vincent, believed to have passed away in December 2003, left the cause and date of her death a mystery. They discovered her body, which had been weakened by asthma and a peptic ulcer, mostly skeletal, next to a shopping bag and ungiven Christmas presents. Joyce's apartment held food with expiration dates from 2003, reflecting her years of isolation. Unaware neighbors dismissed the smell of decay as Joyce's body lay hidden. Automated transactions and debt forgiveness misled housing officials. Only when bailiffs entered the flat did they uncover the truth. For two years, the television's noise continued and the heating remained on due to automated bill payments. It took 2,400 pounds in arrears for the Metropolitan Housing Trust to realize Joyce Vincent had vanished. During that time, no one raised concern for her whereabouts. She had vanished from the living world without notice. The decaying body left more questions than answers. Cause of death. Natural, with no evidence of foul play. The front door remained locked and untouched, without signs of forced entry. Joyce Vincent's boyfriend had vanished. Her siblings searched for a private detective and contacted the Salvation Army. Their search fruitless, discovering only her home, letters unanswered, goodbyes unsaid. The Glasgow Herald depicted Joyce as an enigmatic figure constantly moving within London, leaving jobs at any hint of conflict. With no close friends, she relied on temporary connections, boyfriends, colleagues, roommates, a restless spirit never quite belonging. In a time where social media connects us constantly, the unnoticed disappearance of Joyce Carol Vincent for over two years serves as a chilling reminder of human vulnerability and the dangers of isolation. Isolated from her family, she lived alone in the United Kingdom, hiding her struggles behind unopened presence and constant television noise. This story signifies the importance of maintaining genuine connections beyond virtual interactions. Martin Lister, who only had a passing acquaintance with Joyce, is now regretting not reaching out. Behind closed doors, it is impossible to fully grasp the inner battles others may be facing. Now, in 2006, Joyce Carol Vincent, a young single woman, was found dead in a bedsit in London. 
She was lying on her couch. The television was on. There were half-wrapped Christmas presents nearby. Then it emerged that her body had lain there undisturbed for three years. Tonight, a film about Joyce, Dreams of a Life, has its premiere. Part documentary, part imagined reconstruction. It's the work of director Carol Morley. Five years ago, the skeletal remains of a 38-year-old woman were found in a bedsit in northwest London. She'd been dead for three years, yet no one, friends, family, the authorities, had known. The discovery briefly hit the headlines, prompting desultory soul-searching about how a society could have neglected someone so badly. Then the story was forgotten. But the filmmaker Carol Morley couldn't forget it. That headline itself was just so strong and then the story that went with it was very anonymous i mean there was no photograph of joyce so she was sort of a very mysterious and enigmatic figure in that article and then a couple of days later there was stuff on the internet like must have been one miserable cow deserved the domestic abuse stuff like that and i thought is this her legacy that she becomes kind of urban myth once i'd read the article i really felt I wasn't so much interested in how Joyce had died, which the, the chief pathologist had never discovered, but in how she had lived. The remains of Joyce Carol Vincent were so badly decayed a cause of death could not be established. Carol Morley set about trying to find out just who Joyce was. She appealed for information, but the friends she interviewed often found it hard to understand how the woman they thought they knew had lost contact with them. And it just seemed remarkable, given all the information that we had about Joyce, although it was quite limited, it just seemed strange and highly unusual that there was no one there for her. It's just tragic. You know, and the fact that she was, she was left all alone. In life, Joyce had been a glamorous figure. She earned good money at a city firm. Men fell at her feet and one ex-boyfriend said she dated a baronet and an MP. She rubbed shoulders with stars like Stevie Wonder and had herself been compared to Whitney Houston. I think it is a story of aspiration. I think it's a story of somebody who wanted a lot out of life and I think that sometimes we don't always get that. And I think, you know, she was an incredibly proud person and I think my personal take on it is that she you know, was in a situation she possibly didn't want people to know she was in. Before moving to the bedsit where she died, Joyce had been in a refuge for victims of domestic violence. She hadn't seen her four sisters for years, and the friends who fell out of touch with her feel guilty there was no one there for her. When her remains were discovered, the TV was still on. The flickering images of entertainment that reach out. A lot of isolated and lonely people watch the television to, to feel like they're connecting to the world. So I did find it incredibly poignant image. Carol Morley hopes the film will make people think a little more about the value of community, the importance of looking out for the lonely. So many people have said, I left the cinema, I phoned somebody up. And, and there's been also some people that have said, I think I'm a bit like Joyce and I'm actually going to let people know a bit more about my life. When Joyce died, she was surrounded by Christmas presents, wrapped and ready to share. Yet even those who would have received them didn't notice her absence. Love us? Leave us a positive review or rating. Follow No Tears for Black Girls on social media and No Tears for BG on Twitter. Be blessed. Be loved. Stay safe.